Hey, hey guys, guys, and welcome, welcome to, to the Market Manipulation, Manipulation Podcast, the, the world premier podcast created for the purpose of discussing new implementations, betting strategies, or events surrounding manifold markets with at least one episode uploaded for public viewing, somewhat high quality, and 10 minutes or longer by market close. A lot has happened on Manifold since we last, um, we last talked. Uh, Andrew has been aware of very little of it. That's huh. not completely true. <laughs> I've been creating markets. Yeah. You made one about when end-of-block comments come out, which I think you have to resolve at some point. Like now? Did he resolve it already? No, not yet, but it doesn't really matter. I'll do it tonight. You should do it live. You do it live. <laughs> so the last time, how about you put your shoes back on live? I don't want to smell your feet. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a problem for you. <laughs> I thought, um... Well, they were at, in my... Your socks were in my face. Okay. I don't... I think that's an exaggeration, and you're abusing the fact that the audience can't... Doesn't have a video feed to make it seem like they were actually in your face. You know, people people said there wasn't enough sandpaper. We didn't get sandpaper, so now you'll have to deal with microphone spikes. Okay, it's resolved. Thank you. Yeah, so a lot has happened on on Manifold, and uh, at, by popular demand, I guess Jacob is going to talk about the uh, so-called uh, the market for a little bit. However, not very long because I find it very boring. No, we're we're our plan is to talk about the fact that oh, Andrew oh, yeah, finds. I don't know what the, the best term is, like whale bait markets or gamble markets, self-resolving markets, non-predictive profits, markets about themselves that are more like Manifold the video game than Manifold the prediction platform. So Yeah, okay, and which that's kind of interesting because Jacob was more into Manifold the prediction platform and I was more into Manifold the like gossip platform. That's true. Which is consistent with the stories that I tell about me and Jacob's newspaper in school. Uh, but they don't need to know about. It. There was no, there were no exposés. <laughs> there was no bribery. None of it happened. I I left my school for only honorable and legitimate reasons. Anyway, so, so the market. Okay, so th- we were going to talk about my views on it, right? Oh yeah, we were going to talk about your. Views Should on you want to like talk a little bit okay. about it? Briefly, the market uh, was a market on whether the average percentage of the market would be above or below fifty percent. Like it would resolve yes, if it was above fifty percent, and it was the biggest fundraiser for Manifold. If you look on the graph of Manifold revenue, you will see a spike, which is people buying Mana for the market. You know, it was briefly it was very high originally because there was this one user Galen that bought a lot of Mana, but overall the other whales, you know took them down. Isaac King uh, became the number one leaderboard trader on the market, uh, and it had 458 betters, which is bigger than all my other markets. And, you know, there have been various other markets. Like, there was one about the geometric mean of the market instead of the average percentage. And a lot of, there's a, a, so many markets like this. The one that's, that's also, that's big right now is called Whales versus Minnows. Will Team Yes have over 10,000 times the number of shares as Team No? But it's mired in controversy because the market creator is also the biggest better on yes and there's some debate over how to interpret the resolution criteria so ultimately i ended up being part of a resolution council which is currently in the midst of some discussions you by the time this has, podcast is released you will all know much more about whales versus minnows than i do uh, andrew is already bored uh, i am already bored well i think i in the end don't have a huge problem with this kind of like it's not like i have a problem with this kind of market i I'm not super interested by them, mostly because I, I felt at the time, like I saw when Jacob first posted it, and I felt that I'd like seen a lot of similar things at the time, and I felt that this was not original enough to merit clicking on. Well, I mean, it's a debate for Manifold, the company, because not everyone is the same as you. Like some people prefer this more, and as you can see by their revenue graph, this is very effective fundraising, is their like less important markets challenge of like, what is the 
vision of Manifold supposed to be. But I, I definitely like in the sense of providing important predictions that actually add value to the world. Like it doesn't necessarily add as much value these sorts of markets, although they do add fun value. I try not to make stupid self-resolving markets. I, I don't really believe that. I've made so few, like compared to I've the amount zero. that I could make. I've made zero. Have you seen? I make so many markets. It's like I feel bad for my followers. <clears throat> the funny thing about the market, by the way, is that before I made the market, I made another self-resolving market, which was which side will, will Team Yes have more total square root of shares than Team No. And that ended up being, because I thought it was a cool idea for just like theoretically, like it's an interesting market concept. And I just thought it was an interesting concept for like a market. And I was curious what would happen. And it ends up being one of my most popular markets by number of traders. So it's weird because like, I know it doesn't matter the number of trades you get in a market, but like if I was maxim, if you do another level of abstraction, if I was optimizing for the most engagement in my markets, I would make a lot more self-resolving markets. Well, I don't think that's entirely true because I think engagement would drop out if you made too many. But it's something that is like popular with my audience that I haven't tapped as much because I've made recently, I've just, I've made the market and the square root shares one. And, oh, I made a, <laughs> I made a market that would resolve uh, in whichever way Audrey was holding shares because it was, it was designed to- Yeah, and then you made her lose money. I, she was the one that lost money. It was very funny. I did give her bad advice, but in my defense, I didn't realize it was bad advice. Yeah, and now she has like no money on Manifold. She only lost 60 for that. No, but then she lost money for Her bad investments things. were in other self-resolving markets. Yeah, no, I still can't believe you made her lose money on that. You're framing it in a very blaming me way. <laughs> Anyway, um, I did. I did make a, a bot. Um, I've been playing around with the Manifold API in the last few days. No, the Manifold API. It's like you can place bets uh, by writing code, and so like that's how Manifold bots work. And it's not as it's not as scary as I thought it was. Um, and I made a bot called Botflux, aka Audrey. Um, Do you know she's number fourteen on Type Four? She's number. <laughs> <laughs> she's ruining her life. She's she's doing fine. This podcast is just us gossiping about Audrey. Yeah, it's very uh, funny. I, I think. Do you, should we call her and get her as a guest? Let's first. Let's first do. do we were talking about something serious. But um, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's 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 talk. Let's shift gears a bit and talk about the other kind of markets we're going to talk about. Oh, oh actually, no, no, no. First, let's talk about. Um, okay. One second. Uh, we're going to talk about mana grants. So I, I have felt like um, it would be a good thing for some of the like mana that I've like acquired on these like more stupid self-resolving markets to go towards actually bettering prediction on Manifold. So I, I, depending on whether this podcast releases, you may still have time to apply. Um, actually, if we do it by the end of April, um, the market correction mana grants, where I believe at least uh, fifty thousand dollar, fifty thousand mana in total is available, um, and the goal is to give it to people who will improve the accuracy of the predictions on manifold. Because I think it's really valuable to have accurate predictions for personal and world things, uh, for personal and world uh, affairs. And so, even though you and so you still make a bunch of like stupid self-resolving. I don't make that many. Some people make more. Yeah, the audience. The audience. The audience is gonna. You've been spamming my audience, email. Post in the comments if you uh, like self-resolving markets and think Andrew is being mean to them. I like the accuracy of the percentages, and that's why I'm giving away some mana. And some other funders have also agreed to help give out mana. Um, Are you gonna give some to Audrey as as a payment for well, messing up the market that was meant to give her money? Well, the thing is that 
if you look at Audrey's profit craft, <laughs> you might get the impression that the percentages become less accurate, not more accurate <laughs> after Audrey bets on them. I actually thought about having my bot programming it to always bet in the opposite direction of Audrey. That would be funny. Why didn't you do funny. that? Well, because Audrey doesn't bet. Them. After I mentioned this, it's very exploitable. If you know it's doing yeah. this, you can yeah. just like <laughs> bet badly and then like sell or not sell. No, just bet. Yeah, or you could just make a market that's like resolves yes, and then like bet a bunch on the market, and then steal all the money from my pot. So it would have been very funny though. <laughs> I had a bet against Audrey on the Type War market. How do you like control what it bets on? Uh, you just write code. There, there's like um a thing in the code that you can just like make a bet on a particular market. You like basically all the things you can do in the real interface. Uh, you can do in the API. Um, and there's just basically some code you have to paste in, and you know. It's it's fairly intuitive. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Market. Andrew, what do you think about my mana grants program? I think it's good. I, I, I think it's good. I think that I already commented on Andrew. Do you think it will be successful? What, it's successful? I mean, how do you, how do you define successful? Do you think successful? it will actually lead to... Do you think the recipients of the grants will successfully improve the probabilities on mana pool? It's hard. I think that if you're, you're giving money to people who don't have very much mana, right? And if you That's don't have very much mana, it's probably the case that you aren't very profitable. So you basically think that most of the market correction is already happening because, like, the people that are actually doing work correcting markets are mostly have enough money mana to do it. Yes. Okay. Well, that I mean, because be who are the people who you've been trying to give mana to? Like, Audrey, right? And you said that you don't believe that she's very profitable. That was mostly a joke. Well, if she stopped betting on um, self-resolving <laughs> markets, she might be profitable. <laughs> I, think, I think, actually, if you look at her profit graph, if you, like, ignore one market that was um, self-resolving, it's positive but like every time she would get more money than i would hear that she would lose it <laughs> well it's not my fault if people bet badly it is if you give them bad advice i think you're you you're staring into great, my eyes you're a great writer Lyle. thank you um the other thing that we wanted to talk about was times when unlike in self-resolving markets where the situation is that like what you're betting on is is always what you believe in because there, there's no tie to anything that's at all important well, not exactly. Sometimes the way markets are constructed, you don't want to bet in accordance with your beliefs because you're trying to win the market. Well, right, but I mean, according to what you think will make money, like yeah, the profitability. Yeah, you think is profitable. You go towards profitability, and uh, some other kind of markets do. And you'll notice, and we talked about this, that we, there might be an episode about this uh, last time, about dating markets, which were kind of a, a big thing, especially with, with proof school before. Uh, but also, this is kind of related to some personal goals markets. By the way, you all should bet on, this is more a, like an a general data. It's not like, well, there's a specific test case, but you should bet on whether I will believe in the th wordplay theory of compatibility at the end of the school year. Uh, it's a very great and highly predictive theory about romance, and it's currently in the midst of a very exciting test case, and you guys should bet. Yeah, Jacob, keep talking. Yeah, Jacob believes that linguistics is more, like compatibility and ship names are more important than anything else with a relationship. Uh, Maybe like 50%. Anyway, uh, so our also relationship. The test case has very high linguistic compatibility, so it's kind of major. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what we're trying to talk about is markets where your incentives for betting aren't necessarily the same as profitability, because for dating markets, a lot of the problem was we found that the markets would be very high because uh, people were like encouraging their friends, and then they would just drop off when the people broke up. And there was not really any other ups and downs at all. And sort of the ideal idea would be more like a stock where the 
percentage if the market goes oh, up Andrew, and down you, with like minor details of the sorry, relationship. Tangent, do you know about <laughs> manifold stocks? If you don't like self-resolving markets, you're really going to think stocks are stupid. I think I know have about you, the stocks. And I, yeah, I've seen the stocks. I think they're fine. But they, they don't, they're not tied to anything. They just but, go up and down when people bet them up or well, down. But, they they, never but if you call them related to something, then people, you know that people are more likely to treat it that way. Okay. You like stocks. I think stocks are fine. Yeah. So what that, do they measure? We want them to general be, sentiment. We yeah, yeah. We'd want them to be more like stocks, right? Relationship stocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you know, people would see like the couple like having like a, a an argument or something, and stock would go down or something like that. Like it would actually like depend on what was going on. But the problem is that people don't want to do that. And if they know, even if it, if you tell somebody that like your relationship's going badly and they put it on manifold, they're not a good friend. <laughs> yeah that's people don't want to be mean to their friends people don't want to like and also it's hard to tell whether a particular argument is like actually a sign of the doom of a relationship well but if it was like very highly traded yeah exactly. yeah yeah so people don't want to like be mean to their friends so they don't do anything and then it just stays really high until it gets low and as bet no on the test case market mm-hmm. and it, like being brave enough to do that which is which is interesting and, and no, not interesting. That's like, that's like good. That's good. That's what we want. I mean, it's not a hundred percent, but it's like asymptotically approaching a hundred percent. I mean, okay. The real relationship that we all have to be forecasting is Austin and Rachel, because there's some highly liquid markets on that, whether they will be together for five years or something. I think they only dated for like six months or something. And I'm now, are now planning to get married, <laughs> which, um, was a little bit sad for my profit, but very happy for them. Um, Jacob, would you like to marry me? I just, I just don't think the letters are there. <laughs> That's okay. I haven't figured out what we're cutting here. Um, <laughs> we'll find out. It'll whatever. Okay, let's talk about personal goal markets. Personal goal markets are another, are another type of market where your bets may not reflect your actual beliefs. Right, because you you generally bet is incentive for yourself to keep mm-hmm. things high, and it's actually it was. Going back to relationship markets for a second, it was just recommended by my brother and some other people not to bet on your own relationship markets because you never want to give yourself an incentive to stay in a relationship other than like the relationship itself. Yeah. But for the personal goals markets, you want to make bets for yourself, so you have to like kind of punish yourself if you were losing. And that's actually the personal goals markets were the only reason I started getting halfway decent sleep again. Yeah, that's true. We both improved our sleep when it was being bet on. So the number, so as you guys know, in episode one, it was just me. And in episode two, it was me and Andrew. So it's very important for us that the number of people on each episode is growing linearly. So we've got a special guest joining us, guys, live from Canada. Hello and welcome to the Market Manipulation Podcast. Yeah, hi, welcome to the podcast. Um, We were just talking about dating markets. Oh. How about you just tell us the single most important thing you've learned from either your gambling in in speculative markets or from, from relationship markets? Um, firstly, don't make a manifold market about your relationship. Um, and also don't gamble. Thank you. Very wise words. I wrote thank you and she said no, (laughs) but then corrected it to no problem. All right. Oh no, we can use her. We can use her. Thank you no is really funny. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so that was very fruitful. Uh, we got some valuable pieces of advice. Don't let, okay. don't create a relationship market about yourself. Don't let other people create a relationship market about you, even if it's a, uh, yeah. 
Let's talk about the real question, which is how can we most effectively sabotage Amelia's AP bio score? <laughs> Except I promise not to sabotage so it, my, even though I have 16,000 My favorite ideas were to make, like, flashcards or, like, give helpful tips for terms that are, like, just made up. Yeah. Um, especially, you could just go through the AP music theory curriculum and look at all the, like, fake words that they make up. That's a thing they do. Take the words they f- make up and then just, like, send, give them fake biology definitions. Mm-hmm. And, and send them over or just That's make really like good. a fake biology words like attach latin words together in like weird That'd ways be really good yeah. yeah yeah that would that would definitely confuse her and then she's like on the test and she's like oh i know what this is it's like this made up yeah. term and then she uses that and then that's wrong yeah or like hack on the, on the website and like change the practice test so they're just like wrong yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all of these are, are correct you could just be like super nice and be like look i made you some flashcards yeah. but then they're like all wrong exactly I, I think we should do that yeah what are you even reading what, what are you doing they're not they haven't given Audrey a bot tag yet. This is <laughs> Wait, can I can I read the thing? What what do you mean? I was trying to read your thing. <laughs> Wait, is this this is not Audrey, right? What's the it's green Audrey thing bot. means? Oh, it's the bot yeah. Yeah, they want me to submit a pull request. I don't know how much of this is usable. Okay. Wait, how do you do a pull request? Oh, that's like a thing in GitHub on Manifold. I think technically you're supposed to I don't know. I've never used GitHub, so maybe I'll learn what GitHub is in order to submit a pull request for AudreyBot. I'll teach you that. I, I'm actually kind of invested in this. I want that to happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Oh, uh, the deadline? I might have already passed. Or wait. I said... Oh, no, no. I said by the end of Wednesday. Uh, or by 9 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, which happens in uh, two minutes. Okay. No. But the great thing is... Well, actually, here's the question. Should I, should I go home and resolve it on my computer from as AudreyBot? Or should I resolve it now as a trustworthy-ish user? Or actually, I could just log into uh, that account. But I don't want to. I feel like it's in the spirit of the bot account to take all actions through the API, even when I don't need to. Uh, Should we talk about the future of this podcast? Sure, let's do it. Let's talk about the future of this podcast. You pushed it over. Don't worry about it. Okay. The future of this podcast. Um, Yeah. Wait, should we talk about the future of this podcast first? I mean, I don't know. Um... It's, this was definitely more fun than last time. This was more fun than last time. We recorded it later in the day. Um, we prepped less. Um, so it was more fun. Uh, yeah, we were we'll just kind of having it, a we'll conversation. see if it made a better episode. Yeah, we were just you two people having a conversation. Two people having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how long it will take to edit. That is something you should busy. probably know. I'm, like, dying busy at the moment, so it's going to be a little bit, if that's okay. Yeah. Like, I, because just AP stuff, things like that, like, I, I like, one it's at the point where like i'm trying to like find time to do things and there's just like i know yeah this was we was hard to find time to do this now yeah um anyway um it's unclear whether there will be more uh podcasts in the future uh this time we will not be foolish enough as to commit ourselves based on uh 30,000 mana no 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 don't say that 100,000 <laughs> we'll do it for 100,000 and we might do it for less Maybe J- Jacob tends to get very bored during summers. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. We had fun making the podcasts. They were a, a, more work, a little bit more work than we thought to do a real podcast. But we'll see in the future if we have time and motivation to do more podcasts. Also, if Andrew actually engages with Manifold Markets. Uh, we'll see. Well, I was engaging earlier, but then it was hard to engage when everybody was talking about something that I didn't really care yeah. about. Well, Manifold turned back away from whale markets. Actually, one theory I had for this was that there just isn't as much news right now, 
and Manifold is really valuable, and there's a lot of news and, like, situations where it's with, like, uncertainty, which I think is true. Well, and we've stepped so, away from the dating markets. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just, it's true that, like, you shouldn't just have Manifold markets to have Manifold markets, like, practically. You should have them when the need arises, and it, it'll be there for us when the need arises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I just mean or it's for hard. for me at all hours of the day. And you blame Audrey for playing Type War. Okay, Type War. Okay, well, let me just say this for the audience. If you've never played Type War, here's the game. You get a character, like like a letter, and, and you have two fonts, and you have to guess which font it's in. Sometimes it's like really stupid. And that's the entire game. You do this over and over. There are no other aspects to this game. Andrew, are there any other aspects to this game? Well, there's just like quests and stuff. But... Uh-huh, quests, which is certain categories of fonts where you get letters from. So that's the game. Ah, and um, Manifold Markets has more variety, I would say. It's better than Candy Crush. I didn't... Is Candy Crush good? No, but I mean it's better than Audrey playing Candy Crush... Getting to level a thousand of Candy Crush. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, It's been an honor that you've tuned in to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If Um, we don't get funded, I can also make another episode with, like, a robot voice that will sound like Jacob's voice. We could have some GPT-generated episodes. (laughs) More progress. Yeah. Um, They'll be very good and legitimate. I don't know, and who knows? Maybe someday Crystal Ballin will finally release an episode. Yeah, it I hasn't know. happened yet, but allegedly, maybe it'll happen sometime in the future. Yeah, I wonder. I think it's sitting at like eighty percent. I should bet that down. Maybe, I don't know whether it'll ever happen. But by like some date, like by June or something. I forget. There's some market. I'll link it. All the, all markets mentioned in this episode are linked in the description. If I remembered, I will say I don't really understand why they were so much more popular than us. Well, I think they just have more like established clout. A manifold. Then but you, they're not real. Don't you consider yourself much more Yes, important? I have great manifold clout. But also other people have more than me. And they were, and you, um, you know, you're the everyman. Andrew's, you know, representing mm-hmm. the average citizen. Where they're, I think they were planning on reacting to more manifold news, like play by play. But, you know, we'll see. We're not ruling out future episodes. Yeah. Um, but we're glad you enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, and our, you know, extremely good personal dynamics. Yeah. Um, yeah. And our teachers like it. <laughs> our our dynamic has been positively reviewed yeah they, they were worried at some point whether it was you know bickering bickering so, some have classified it as bickering yeah no we're great all right bye audience bye audience um we love you should we blow them a kiss yeah sure <laughs> <laughs>